Hello and welcome to My VA Dayton, coming to you from Dayton, Ohio. This is the show where we talk to veterans in the Central Ohio region to share their stories and share what's happening at the Dayton VA. I'm Scott Lease, your host with co-host Greg Tucker. And we have with us today a veteran from the Dayton, Ohio region, uh, Garvis Leak. And he is an Air Force veteran and business owner. Welcome, Garvis. Uh, welcome, Scott. And thank you guys for having me. We're glad to have you here today. So as I said, Garvis is a business owner. He is president of Paradigm Shift Life Coaching here in Dayton. He has also been a coach of, of youth 6 through 17 as a golf coach, correct? That is correct. And he is retired from the Air Force after 26 years. Again, welcome, Garvis. Thank you. Before we get to know uh, more about you, we're going to put you to the test. Okay. It's time! That's right. It's time to play Don't Tell Me. I think I know that. This is a game that we uh, play with all of our guests uh, to test their knowledge of military trivia. It's also a game where listeners can play along to see if their minds are mired in mounds of military minutiae as ours are. Are you ready to take the challenge, Garvis? Scott, I am ready. All right, so here's your first question. Number one, how many active duty Air Force are currently serving? Now, you are a personnel specialist by trade from the Air Force, so you've got to stay on top of this. Have you got any clue as to how many Air Force active duty there are? Uh, your, your first question, would it be A, 143,000? B, 243,000, C, 334,000, or D, 434,000? Well, Scott, since we had the drawdown, I'm going to go with C. C, that's correct. 334,000. Actually, to be more precise, it's 334,600 is a closer number as to how many are currently serving. And and that's according to an Air Force Times article uh, recently published. Uh, and you're right, that's uh, that's part of the uh, uh, the Air Force's effort to right-size the number uh, to reduce the force and stabilize the force. Now, here is your second question. What is the nickname for the best pilot? Would it be A, a shooter, B, a top gun, C, an ace, or D, Snoopy? Since I was part of a fighter squadron in Misawa, Japan, I'm going to say ace. Ace is the correct answer. An ace isn't just a good pilot. Uh, they are the best combat pilots. An ace is actually a pilot who has shot down five or more enemy aircraft uh, the top jet ace in the U.S. Air Force history is Joseph C. McConnell, who was actually a triple ace who shot down 16 MiG fighters during the Korean War over a four-month period. Bagging three of his combat missions uh, of the war, He uh, his record still stands today. Now, here's your third and final question. Uh, going back to your days of basic training, do you remember that? It's been a few years now. Somewhat. Okay, so thinking back and and what it was to be like back in basic training, what is the name of the flight officer technician? Would it be A, the flight secretary, B, a paper pusher, 
C, the house mouse, or D, the mouseketeer? I'm going to go with C. C is the correct answer. House mouse. House mouse is one of the uh, young uh, folks who are going through basic training who actually becomes the uh, technical assistant to the military training instructor. Uh, they, they basically run the office there uh, for the flight and help with uh, any paperwork that needs to be done by the MTI. So, Greg, what is Garvis 1 for playing today? Well, Garvis, for playing today, you have won a set of VA industrial strength chip clips designed by NASA's aerospace engineers to keep your chips crisp on your next stellar space journey or whenever or wherever you may be traveling in the near future. Compliments of the Dayton VA. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to take a quick break now. When we come back, we'll hear more from Air Force veteran Garvis Leak about what he's doing today uh, and with his business, Paradigm Shift. My name is Corporal Bradley Joseph Seitz. Jerry Reed. Kate Weber. These are real veterans facing a real challenge. I have PTSD. And I have PTSD. I have PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder can happen to anyone. I was still in a war zone in my mind. But treatment can turn your life around. Treatment has really saved my life. To learn about PTSD and how treatment can help you, call your local VA medical center or visit ptsd.va.gov. Our veterans put everything on the line to protect our freedom. We may never be able to repay them for their sacrifice, but we can show them just how much we appreciate all they've done. Every day, hundreds of people just like you volunteer to help our veterans. You can help by simply sharing your time, lending a warm smile, a supportive hand, or a sympathetic ear to someone who needs it. Everyone can do something to make our veterans know how much we appreciate their service. What will you do? And we're back and we're talking with Garvis Leak, an Air Force veteran from the Dayton area and business owner here. Uh, Garvis, tell us a little bit about Paradigm Shift Life Coaching. What, what is that business? Uh, Paradigm Shift Life Coaching is a compass for life coaching which deals with resilience skills, management skills, how to become a better you to also coincide with financial wellness as far as getting out of debt, staying out of debt, learning some of the basic fundamentals of finances as far as managing your money and entails as far as building a framework not only for you but also your family. How did you come about becoming a uh, life coach? When I get, was getting ready to retire, I talked to a lot of my mentors and just trying to find something different for me as far as military. Um, talked to my family, spouse, and talking about doing, say, just coaching in general. However, uh, something higher you say, you know, you need to go into this field as far as a uh, coaching as far as life coaching. So I did some more research, took a couple of classes um, in uh, life coaching and also the financial wellness part. And from there, uh, made sure I received all my certifications from uh, the state of Ohio, like minority business, edge, uh, veteran-owned small business, service-disabled veteran-owned small, small business. Want to make sure I was certified before I went out. And then from there in 2013, I launched my business. Okay. And just 
So I understand. Was that something similar or transferable that you got from the military? Uh, yes, it was transferable. Um, okay. When I was as far as my one of my last assignments, I was the military personnel flight superintendent, and I was working with the Wright Patterson, like like a lot of airmen, uh, all over the base, and plus my deployments, just working with them, has kind of helped me kind of transition using those skills from the military into my current business now. So do you help a lot of veterans now? Uh, sometimes I do, yes. Uh, sometimes I uh, work with a lot of the young people, uh, but one thing I've been trying to get in with the Dayton VA to uh, not only showcase my skills, but since I'm a veteran and I know what some of them are going through, I will also be able to reach out and help my comrades. Sure, sure. Tell us different ways that you do help veterans. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one counseling. Um, I for not one-on-one -on -one coaching. Let me say coaching instead of counseling. Uh, coaching and just talking to them, see where they are at uh, as far as the financial part. Uh, we'll look at their finance, have plan a roadmap for their finances, and we talk about um, military. Uh, since I'm you know, 26 years in the Air Force and did a lot of my uh, tour duties with the Army, I kind of kind of relate to a lot of the veterans who are Army uh, and the places I've been and the combat skills training that I've received when I was on active duty. So I talked to them about the life part, the financial part, and also the camaraderie part. And and what do you find uh, the most challenging and, and inspiring? Uh, what do you find the most challenging when um, talking to these folks and, and how do you inspire others? You know, what's, what's the most rewarding aspect of this work? Well, the most challenging part of it is people asking for help. That's the most challenging. Uh, and once they decide that, hey, I do need the help or raise their hand and say, hey, let's talk. Uh, then the re that's the re rewarding part comes that once they the light bulb clicks on and they say, OK, yeah, I need to say fix this part of my life as far as the life coaching. And as far as finance, yeah, I need to cut up these credit cards, stop using these credit cards. And that helps me. That helps. That helps me see that, hey. This individual is fully committed to what he wants to do, and not only for himself, but also for his family. Sure, man, sure. Because you want everything to transcend into the next generation, not living the same thing that over and over again. Right. Cutting up credit cards, that'd be pretty hard to do for some folks. I know it would be for me. Well, it's not hard because I have scissors. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you bring it to your coaching uh, session? I bring it to the coaching session. <laughs> that service is free, right? That service is free. Uh, but sometimes, like you say, a lot of people are have that emotional attach to those credit cards. Like, this is my first one. Um, I have to keep this. And they fail to realize, okay, that's charging you 20% interest. Uh, you know, you got to look at that thing and don't take those things as for as the materialistic part of it, but say, okay, I just want to be better and become a better you. And we go from there. Okay. If I can ask you, Garvis, but we're going to transition uh, a little bit here. And, okay. and that is because you had said you had retired from the military. What was your motivation for joining the military? I joined the military in 1984. My good brother and good friend, he was in the Air Force. And you know, I say I couldn't find a job. Um, 
I just went to college and couldn't find a, I say a good paying job because, you know, when I was growing up, it was like, okay, get your degree, find a good job, save money, get rich. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I decided to go in the military for, to get the training and also to travel. And I did both. Not okay. only just traveling, but I met a lot of friends who I'm still friends here today. Okay. Yeah. Now you chose to make it a career. And that is over, if you go over a tour, then a career 20, 20 plus years, then something inspired you to continue on. Tell us about that. Uh, I think the most inspiring thing that could be for continuing on when I was uh, at Masao, Japan, and I met um, Chief Mass Sergeant Air Force Barnes. And just talking to him, um, and it was a brief uh, conversation, but talking to him, looking at how he carried himself in a professional way. And just saying, okay, I want to be like that him. And from there, it just skyrocketed. So explain to our listeners who and what the Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force is. Not, I don't think everyone knows what that position is. Uh, Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force is the highest uh, enlisted uh, rank someone can achieve as far as in the Air Force, enlisted part. Uh, the Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force worked directly with the Chief of Staff, and he is there to work for the enlisted personnel. Um, making sure that the enlisted force receive, um, I say the kudos and making sure that they are not left behind. And Chief Mass Sergeant Barnes, Thomas Barnes was the first African-American uh, Chief Mass Sergeant Air Force for a long time. So, uh, you know, meeting him, uh, learning about the Tuskegee Airmen also, uh, that was just a eye opener in order for me to move forward and say, okay, this is something I want to do and make sure I take care of the airmen also. So with all of your experiences that did transfer for us to opening a business when you came back into the world, into civilian life? Yes, uh, but it took a while. Uh, I retired in 2011 and, you know, when you retire, you say, okay, I want to uh, get a government job, you know, be a GS. 13, 14, you know, make that good money and retire after, say, another 20 years. But like I said, um, that was not my calling. You got to be prepared to find out your calling. And from there, I tried to do a contractor for like six months. Uh, I, I was not feeling it. I was in the same program uh, when I was on active duty. And it was the same you were doing the same thing. Only thing that was different was you didn't have to wear the uniform. And I was like, nope, this is not for me. So that's when I decided to uh, move forward and become an entrepreneur. But you really did enjoy the Air Force. You made a career out of it. Uh, tell us, what's your most exciting assignment in the Air Force? I mean, I know you spent some time in Operation Enduring Freedom in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, well, I'm going to pause you for a minute. My most important time in the Air Force was Germany, Stuttgart, Germany. That's where my daughter was born. And also Masao, Japan. That's where my son was born. So those are my 
guess, highlight or most cherished moments as far as military. Now, getting back to the uh, enduring freedom, uh, that was part of just taking care of the airmen. Uh, I was there as far as you know, personnel. You are the first one in and the last one out because you're accountable for everyone. And you also not, and a lot of people fail to realize being in personnel, you are the one who goes and talk to the commander. You know, someone is uh, killed in action, missing in action, all those things. Uh, so enduring freedom, that was just, it was my time to go. And, you know, when it's your time to go, you go. You know, uh, you just make sure that you have good family support around you to make that commitment. And I did. Well, thanks for that information. Hey, we're going to take a quick break now. Uh, when we come back, we'll hear more from Garvis and about his experience with the Dayton VA Medical Center. I was in the military and I didn't know that when I left, I was eligible for health care through the VA. I thought you had to be disabled or have been wounded. Another vet told me I should check it out. Now I have the care I need at the Dayton VA. Don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you. I'm a vet, and it's my VA. Make it your VA today. To enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336, or visit dayton.va.gov. When I left the military, I had an issue with my hearing. I never had it checked then, but it continued to get worse as the years went on. I went to the VA. They helped me receive a disability rating so that I was eligible to receive care at the Dayton VA. Don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you. I'm a vet, and it's my VA. Make it your VA today. To enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336, or visit dayton.va.gov. And we're back with Air Force veteran Garvis Lee. Tell us, Garvis, um, how did you learn about the Dayton VA? When I retired, um, and you know you have some of the VA representative at was at Wright-Patterson. Mm -hmm. And just talked to, like I said, I talk a lot to my mentors. And they say, make sure you go down there, get registered with the VA, because you know you have the base hospital there. But make sure you get registered with the VA and make sure that you they have your appointments down there get because that's that they are there for you so make sure that you go down there and i listen and went forward from there yeah well obviously you did you, you took that advice um but you know you have more than 20 years of military service uh you're you're you've got the the benefit of tricare for life uh when you retire from the military why do you choose to go to the va for care the main reason i go down to the va for care is the veterans because they are family and why not go somewhere where they take care of family that's how i see it so i go to the va they go i know they're going to take care of me if they are unable to uh, say provide a service then i go to uh, community care uh, then they you know the resources out uh, and it's just i just enjoy going there yeah i know the like Wright Patterson, I know they're there for the active duty. Uh, and I saying the veterans are second class. However, um, I want to go somewhere, go somewhere that I know that I can get the service I need uh, and move forward. Right. You know, I'm, I'm retired Air Force. Too. Yes. And um, when I retired from the military, I didn't really take advantage of the VA right away. And and it's kind of like you talk about, you know, when I retired from 
the Air Force, I thought, well, I've got TRICARE for life. I, I'm always going to have that care. Though when I first went in, all the retirees went to the clinic. As time went on, they were, I don't want to say pushed aside because that's not it. They were they were offered care elsewhere because the the manpower was so limited for uh, for the clinics that, that they had to take care of the active duty first. That takes priority. That's their mission. But they still got care. But now on the economy, um, and and I agree with you. Going to the VA is going back to that place. That's like going home. You're you're treated by many vet. Many of the employees there are veterans, and it's an it's an, a veteran environment. It's not just going down. Uh, uh, to the hospital down the street, it, it is actually coming to, to a place where you feel like you're part of, of the organization. It's like coming home for a lot of folks. Um, tell us, uh, do you ever talk to other veterans who have Tricare uh, that uh, maybe don't know about their options with the VA or, um, or have just recently um, learned about the VA? You know, what do you, what do you tell them? I, I explain to everyone, especially the veterans and young and old, if they say serve four years or serve 20 plus years, I say make sure that you contact the VA and make sure that you go there, get registered, and and you go from there. But make sure that you go and don't say, hey, um, you know, the VA is not for me. You know, this. I tell them, hey, you earned it. Make sure you go and use those services. And I tell the individual, individuals sometime in my uh, coaching sessions, you know, veterans, and I walk down a list with them and tell them, make sure you go and you go from there. I say, don't neglect their services and go from there. Yes. So you primarily go to the Dayton VA campus, correct? You don't go to any of the C-Box. Yes, Dayton VA campus. Okay. That's correct. Tell us what, if you can, please, uh, what you find um, different and amazing, really, about the campus there at uh, the Dayton VA. There are several things. I mean, they got a good uh, cafeteria. Starbucks is good uh, as far as, you know, getting there. Uh, <laughs> but like I said before, it is going back to people who's going to take care of you. That's the main thing. They're going to take care of you. They're going to make sure that you have their your best interest at heart for what you need to get done. And you go from there. So, and the place is always clean. And I, I just enjoy, I mean, just going there for my appointments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And plus you get reimbursed also if you drive so far. So it's a win-win situation. What would you tell an apprehensive veteran who's on the fence saying, no, I'm, I'm not going to use the VA because I have my own health insurance. The great thing about that is everyone has choices and you cannot say force them. So I just give them the information. And and when I give them the information or tell someone about it, I say, hey, like this, don't knock it until you try. So when you go down there, go down there, get registered and, and you go from there. And if you have your own health insurance, that's great. But if you're a veteran and some things that say you don't have to pay for versus your own health insurance that you have to pay for, it's kind of, I'm going to say it's not common sense because everyone don't have common sense, but it is a part that you can understand that, okay, hey, let me weigh the odds of what I'm, what I'm paying for and what the VA offers. 
That's something that a lot of people don't know is that uh, with VA healthcare, there are no annual premiums. Even even with Tricare, you have annual premiums, albeit yeah. not much, uh, but you still have you know uh, an annual premium, uh, co-pays, et cetera, with everything. Um, the the VA is one of those things that, as you said, it's additional options. Not everybody understands that it doesn't cost you a thing to exercise or, or look into investigate those options. Uh, and who doesn't want more options? So yes, we encourage everyone uh, to look into uh, finding out more about VA healthcare uh, if they're a veteran. And uh, you can find out more information at www.va.gov. Uh, we want to thank our uh, guest, Air Force veteran Garvis Leak, again, for taking time to tell his story and share his experience with the Dayton VA Medical Center. Well, gentlemen, I say thank you for having me out here. And we will continue to get the word out for all our veterans so they can participate at the Dayton VA. And they can also have the own defense. They can give me a call so I can... Talk to him. Thank you. Thank you, Garvis. The Dayton VA changed my life. There was a time I was jobless and homeless, didn't know where to turn for help. I felt like there was no hope for me. Then I learned about the Dayton VA. They helped me find the help I needed to get back on track. I received support, got a job, found a place to live. I got my life back. Don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you. I'm a vet and it's my VA. Make it your VA today. To enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336, or visit dayton.va.gov. You know, Greg, not too long ago, I went to see my primary care physician about some shoulder pain I was suffering from. Yeah, Scott, tell me more. Well, after an x-ray and an MRI, uh, you know, they had found that it had torn a rotator cuff uh, muscle. And fortunately, uh, it was not bad enough that it warranted surgery, uh, but the pain was still unbearable. And my mobility had been severely limited because of the injury. I could not put my arm over my head or behind my back. I'm telling you, it was killing me. That's when my doc sent me to receive physical therapy at the Dayton VA Medical Center. I thought, uh, this is going to do me any good? How? I've torn a muscle. How is exercising an injury going to make me feel better? Well, the therapist at the Dayton VA put me to work with stretching and strengthening exercises to put me back on the road to recovery. I didn't know that physical therapy, of all things, uh, could actually help movement restorement and uh, help with the function if you are disabled or injured in a disease. Uh, If you're living with or recovering from an injury, illness, or chronic condition that limits your mobility and independence, the Dayton VA can help. Their physical, occupational, and movement therapists combine therapeutic exercise, consulting, education, and training to help you improve your health and quality of life. Services at the Dayton VA include pain relief and joint mobilization, movement and exercise therapies to improve your strength, endurance, balance, and coordination, mobility assessment and training with wheelchairs, scooters, and walking devices, life skill training and activities to help you maintain the highest level of independence and functionality, aquatic therapy to manage chronic pain, and evaluation and treatment for a wide range of medical, orthopedic, psychological, and neurological conditions. These services are available at the Dayton VA Medical Center campus, as well as the Middletown and Springfield C-Box. If you're in pain and ready for treatment, contact your primary care provider today for a referral. You won't be sorry you did. 
We want to say thanks again to our special guests for taking time today to share their story. We truly enjoy hearing stories from veterans from across the region and learning more about how they found care through the Dayton VA Medical Center. And as always, we want to thank our listeners for joining us and remind them if they are a veteran and are not enrolled to enroll with the Veterans Health Administration to receive health care benefits through the Dayton VA Medical Center. It's easy and it doesn't cost a thing. You just need to be a veteran. The simplest way to start enrollment is to call our enrollment and eligibility office at 937-268-6511, extension 4105. They can schedule an appointment for you to come to the Dayton campus or help make an appointment at one of the surrounding community-based outpatient clinics located at Springfield, Richmond, Lima, and Middletown. Again, that number is 937-268-6511, extension 4105. Veterans may also enroll by visiting www.choose.va.gov slash health. While there, you can choose from applying online or by phone or by mail. It's just that simple, really. As I said before, it doesn't cost a thing to apply. So what are you waiting for? Call us today. Or if you know of a veteran who is not enrolled, have them call to start taking advantage of this benefit. If you're a veteran, it's your VA. Sign up today. Join us again for another episode of My VA Dayton with the Dayton VA Medical Center. Our episodes drop the 1st and 15th of each month. I'm Scott Lease with your co-host, Greg Tucker. Thanks again for listening to My VA Dayton.